Scott Ishii, happy new year. Happy new year. This is uh, this is the first Giants Among Men of 2017. Uh, we took a little break for the holidays to uh, enjoy ourselves and unwrap presents and all yes. the rest. So we have been off for a week or so. And much has happened. Much, much to our delights. Yes, yes, much indeed. Well, a little bit of a roller coaster since we last it's uh, true. recorded you know, a conversation. I was thinking if we had first, if we had done this like the night after that Eagles game, it would be <laughs> yeah such a different podcast than even how it would have been the day after. Because that yeah. game was just so frustrating and I just was so angry. And but even like two days later, I started to sort of feel better about it. Um, what made you feel better about it? Well, I actually felt like it was one of those like annoying Eli games where he turned it over a bunch, and it was irritating. But we actually <laughs> moved it a lot, you know, and like we ran the ball pretty well, and we had a ton of yards, you know, and like we had a million chances to win the game, and I sort of like. Uh, with some distance from it, it was like, we really should have won that game. I kind of felt like, uh, you know, for the first time, the offense, like, at least just moved it consistently, you mm-hmm. know, and had they not sort of turned it over, um, we, you know, might and if we had just scored and won that game, we would have all felt a lot differently about it as it was, you know, it was just like another one. It was just a very frustrating performance. Right. Um, so I don't know, two days later, I suddenly, and I thought the defense again played really well, like, shut them down the second half like they had a, they had a nice start the eagles but then they were so I, I it just was like well um i don't know i ended up taking more positive about it but had i mean if, if we had had it been thursday night and we just got on the horn i would have been like breaking things uh, <laughs> it was really really frustrating yeah i mean i still feel like one of the things that stuck with me from it that that still is a lingering concern for me is i, I feel like it kind of it again just is a reminder of how tricky it is when you rely so heavily on your defense. Because again, anything that can go wrong. So we have a new blog on Giants Among Podca- Giants Among Men Podcast dot com, um, and I highlighted, uh, you know, Darren Sproles' touchdown on their opening drive, which wasn't you know any kind of special play. In fact, you see that play run on the JV level of high school football in New York City. Right. You know, you got this trip on trip sponge look real tight to the line. And it's just a toss sweep. And the fact that it was so wide open and just sort of sort of so poorly fit by the defense, which is it, it doesn't change the defense. Defense is great. We have a great D. But the fact that that play can hit for a 25 yard touchdown and then you rely so heavily on your defense, just a big play like that. You know, if the offense can't get it going or if they are turning the ball over a bunch or, you know, whatever the case may be, when you rely on your defense that much, just every every mistake is so critical. And just like, you know, if the offense makes a mistake, you end up in second and 12 and, you know, you could still recover from that. If the defense makes a mistake, it's potentially six points every time, you know? Yeah, I guess to me it's like, I don't know, because my thinking is – if the offense can't get it going at some point, it's all going to be moot. Like, I don't think – our defense is excellent. Yeah. I don't think it's, like, good enough that we're just going to – we can play terrible offense and think we're going to win the Super Bowl. So, for me, that game, even though the offense turned it over and, you know, only scored 19 points and all that, like, the Eagles have a pretty decent defense. 
and you know we we had 470 yards of offense um which is a lot you know so mm-hmm. and i felt like we moved it the whole game i sort of suddenly i just i just like in the fact that then and and even now we're getting more distance from it and we are 11 and 5 and we we won the next week like i just was more encouraged than um mm-hmm. i i should have been you know like we ran it right. well we obviously Odell played awesome. Like so, it just was like, you know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. No, I get it. I'm not saying it was a disaster uh, either. I get what you're saying. Like I'm sort of the same way. The night after, I was destroyed. As a matter yeah. of fact, I almost took like basically I took a complete football hiatus after that game. I didn't watch any of the games over the weekend. Yeah. Um, I just followed on my phone. And then kind of once I knew we were in the playoffs, I once again, like, shut down until this weekend. I basically took a 10-day hiatus from the NFL after that game. Yeah, so you just thought um, you needed a break. <laughs> yes, I just couldn't handle it anymore. I just, like, you know, I, I also, too, I wanted that game so badly. Well, um, yeah, it would have been just so nice right. to clinch in Philadelphia. It would have been really great. It was just so annoying that the Eagles were just, like, so proud of themselves for forcing us to wait two days. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's just such a loathsome franchise. Oh, but, the worst. Yeah, so anyway, I mean, it all ended up being kind of moot um, because the Bucks then lost really quickly on Sunday and we clinched – or maybe they even lost Saturday. I feel like we clinched rather quickly. Um, yeah. And then suddenly it didn't matter at all. Um, yeah. So I guess we can then just jump ahead uh, – I was pretty – what do you think of the decision to kind of – or just how they handled Washington? I was excited that we played it the way we did. I, thought, I loved it. Yeah, I thought we should. Um, I thought we needed to play well, beat another good team. I wanted 11 wins. I know maybe it doesn't mean anything. I think it does. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. I Not only do I think it, it means something, I just I, – I just like – I like the fact that – First of all, we kind of consciously decided, Washington, we're not going to let you into the playoffs. Right. Like, no. You're a division rival. We're not going to give you another shot or a shot at the postseason here. So I kind of thought that was great. Um, and just, yeah, like, I think there is something to be said just about momentum in general. You know, I mean, you want to be playing well. Like, I think that even to some extent, you know, I actually heard uh, Cousin Sal make this point on the Simmons podcast today. But when you have a first-round bye, one of the disadvantages is whoever you play the following week is, you know, theoretically a hot team because you're just coming off a playoff win. Yeah. You know? I mean, to some extent, this is a playoff game. This was a playoff game. Even though the stakes were pretty low for the Giants, they were very high for the Redskins. So right. the level of competition was was big. Um and I don't know. I just thought it was great. I was I love the way we played. Yeah, me too. And I and even like um I just you know, obviously the defense like shut down another really good offense, so I thought that was like all encouraging. Um yeah. and it's the type of offense we're probably gonna face this week. And I even thought the offense played a really nice first half. Um and the way again we were able to run it pretty well was, you know, great. And Again, that's not a very good defense, but and they shut us down the second half. But I also thought in the second half we were pretty conservative, um, 
And I do think there was a little bit of an effort, like, not to do anything that might open us up to too much risk. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did take some positives from just playing a nice half offensively, even if the second half was was kind of a disaster. <laughs> yeah, I actually you texted you texted this to Grope and I during the game, but um, I I totally agreed. Like if that's what if that's the offense we were gonna play, like get Eli out of there. Yeah, it did. Well, it felt like we had come that far. Like we played everybody for three quarters. And we clearly wanted to win. And then there was a couple drives there, like late third, early fourth, where we were really conservative, where you just mm-hmm. were sort of like, what is the, what are we trying to do now? Like, we've come this far. I, like, I'm fine with not playing Beckham um, the fourth quarter, although it's kind of interesting. I mean, basically the Giants told everybody, like, yes, Beckham is the guy that we consider <laughs> irreplaceable. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. he was the one person on offense that was like, he, he's not getting hurt. Um well, that's also funny is, I mean, if that's what they were saying, I could not agree more. Right. But were they also saying that Beckham is the loosest cannon, perhaps in the entire NFL? <laughs> and if he somehow, good a job as he did keeping his composure. Oh, with, yeah, that's true. I didn't even think with of that. With Josh Norman, what if in the fourth quarter... Norman finally gets him and he does something and then suddenly Beckham is suspended for the first round or something like that. Yeah, true. And Norman was definitely uh, he had that he was gunning for that. He was Yeah, that guy is to... such a punk. I know, he's awful. It he it doesn't get enough like he gets into this stuff every week. Like Yeah. I totally obviously Beckham is not blameless in any of that, but it's not like this guy, it's not like it was an accident that that whole skirmish took place with these two. Like he right. is, he gets in these things every week too. He's always, you know, jawing with everybody. So it's, it's, it goes both ways. Yeah. And he's a, like, he's not even that good. Right. He's not, he's not, first of all, he's not a, a shutdown corner or anything. He's not a guy who they put on an island. He's a cover two corner. Like he plays the flat. Yeah. You know, and a couple of times he was manned up on Beckham or at least one time Beckham had a pretty good, a pretty big reception on him. Like, yeah. You know, he smoked him, basically. Well, there's no doubt he he can't cover him, you know? Like, nobody can. Um, yeah. He, like, you know, Beckham's going to get his catches against anybody. But, yeah, right. it, it never felt like, oh, the Norman's going to shut him down. Right. Um, I do wonder, too, it's funny, because Eli, you know, I don't think it's any knock on Eli that Beckham would be the guy out first. I almost think, too, they just don't They just don't think Eli can get hurt. He's going to get hurt, you know? He just, like, doesn't yeah. get hurt. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Was it his 200th consecutive start on Sunday, or is 199? 199, yeah. So this Sunday will be 200. Yeah, I don't know if you think it does it count playoffs. I guess it probably does. I don't know. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, but either way, that's pretty incredible. Just back to Beckham for a second. Like, can you imagine like a scenario where you know you're somewhere and like you know doing or how about this? You're at work, right? And while you're at work, someone says, you know, I got to hand it to Brian. He really kept his composure today. Yeah. <laughs> like, 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 it's just so funny. Like, Beckham, that's that sort of needs to be your kind of reevaluation, pal. Right. <laughs> like the, yeah, yeah. the big positive story about you for the year is you kept your composure <laughs> right. this one time. I don't know. You don't, you don't think you've ever had, had somebody say that about you? Oh, no. no I, that's why I use the example. <laughs> right. <laughs> But it's you know certainly that's caused uh, me to do some reflection and yeah. 
I thought know. Scott really kept his composure today. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's definitely been said about me. In the lunchroom. In the lunchroom. <laughs> <laughs> It was nice That's to why see. I chose you. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're right. It would be, yeah. Right. But I'm saying that's what <laughs> I know how he feels to some extent. But, you know, once you get to a certain age, you're like, I want people to, like, distance from that description of me as a positive. Uh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. I want it to just be a given. Yeah. Yeah, true. Especially at, on the job. Like, yeah, he's. Right. He keeps his composure, he right. doesn't lose his mind. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, I don't know. He's great. He can do no wrong. I guess. Do we have yeah. to? Do we have to? Speaking of Beckham, do we have to do, um, shirtless Giants wide receivers? I guess we do. <laughs> <laughs> we have to give the fans I what mean, they it, want. It is one of those stories. It's just like I mean, you, you. It's like at this point, you know, everybody has their role to play. You know, like. Gary Myers has to write his tis tis column, and you know, is this how that you know, and like, yeah, everybody has to share the picture, and it's such a goofy picture. They look such such idiots, um, and everyone <laughs> kind of knows it. It means nothing, you know, and like, but but see, we, that's the problem. I wish, I wish everybody knew that yeah. it meant nothing. I feel like the minority of us know or feel. That it means nothing. I feel like a lot of people are like, who do they think they are? How dare they? Yeah, I guess. I mean, to me, it just seems so performative. It's like, oh, you know, it's like it's such an easy story. It writes itself. You got the picture of them all looking like schmucks. You splash on the back page, you know, and then you go, is this the type, you know, is this value? Would Lombardi have, you know, and it's like, uh, you know, come on. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right, but that's but sort of that's what I mean. It's on the back page because you know you and I are like, oh come on, but you know, like Gino from Staten Island is like, yeah, is outraged. Yeah, I guess. What do it's they just... think they're doing? Right. What are they doing? They're gonna be tired. I mean, what is the premise that they're just gonna be they're so exhausted from this one day on a boat, so right. distracted from the fun of shirtless boat time. <laughs> but at the same time, I will say, like, what are they doing? Like, I know. What, well, it's like what? the picture. Like, what do you guys think? You look cool? Like, you think that picture right. was like, hey, like, you're all wearing jeans and, like, boots on a boat? Yeah. Why are you no wearing sh- jeans on a boat? Right. What are you doing? Right. And then posing in this, like, way. You look like you're, like, um, a terrible... A bad boy band cd cover you know it's like yeah I re- i'll always remember our buddy lou you know shortly after the whole plaxico burris incident um just really <laughs> breaking it down and saying dude you have all this money you have all this fame manage your situation just manage <laughs> your situation and like i just feel like it's the same thing receivers if you want to go have some shirtless fun on the boat i'm all for it i personally believe that you deserve it for if not for a day but manage your situation don't let that picture get out don't have justin bieber involved don't have johnny manzel potentially involved like, manage your situation. Go have your shirtless boat fun. Manage your situation. <laughs> Go have your shirtless boat fun. 
I know. It is sort of like, go have shirtless boat fun. Just don't let it wind up on the back page of the Daily News. Like, that's just right. the only thing. Yeah. And, like, uh, exclude Bieber. You know, right. just, he doesn't have to be there. He doesn't have to be involved. Yeah. And why do you want him involved? Like, why do you right. want Bieber there? You really like hanging out with Justin Bieber? No, nah, I could see. I think Odell and Bieber, I feel like they're going to hit it off. I think it's totally <laughs> <laughs> a <real> possibility. <laughs> <laughs> like they're, you know, they connect. Right, they have their kindred spirits of on some level. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You know, they're hanging out with Bieber because Bieber brings the chicks. You know, like there's hot women following Bieber around. There, you know. I feel like those guys can attract chicks. Like yeah, I don't they know that any of those them, guys are like. They're not. They're not necessarily getting Bieber level. Um, you know, uh, what's his name? Uh, Roger Lewis Jr. or whatever. You know, that guy makes probably 400k a year. He's not on Bieber's level. Bieber is bringing, you know, well, that's he, he's true, worth hundreds it, of millions. It's a different, it's a step up. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I guess too, like for all the fame Odell has, he doesn't get an, a Bieber check either. Right. No. He's still in his rookie contract. <laughs> they don't have Bieber money. <laughs> <laughs> Ted Danson played the Bieber money. <laughs> yeah, Ted Danson played. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's just like one of those. It's just so annoying. You're just like, I just, I can't even believe anybody really wants to do it. It's like just everyone's. I mean, again, it's it's impossible to resist. I, I don't blame the New York Post for not taking that juicy, that juicy piece of fruit. And running with right. it, like, I, there's just nothing they can do. But I just, if I was, like, the editor there, I'd be like, all right, yeah, run that picture. Uh, yeah, Mushnick, yeah. Um, get, a, <laughs> get out the cranky template and, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, just, like <laughs> plug in Beckham instead of Jay-Z. Like, uh, it's just, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how they can even muster the outrage. <laughs> You know, I saw like on Fox Sports, obviously Skip Bayless, he's killing oh, them. Boy. You know, and you're just like, does he like in a mirror? He just has to psych himself up. Like, all right, I got, I got to get out there. And, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I wish, I wish, I wish I could know for a fact that that's what he has to do. I feel like it's too easy for him. I feel like his all that comes about too easily. Yeah, he reaches on some that level, place. It's fun, probably. Like, yeah, and he makes a fortune so on some right. level it's probably like it's just good fun i'm gonna go out here and look at this silly picture and i'm gonna tear these guys a new one um, <laughs> right <laughs> i don't really true. care either way <laughs> i don't know i just I, I don't think it's gonna i think if the giants win or lose i don't think we're gonna remember shirtless boat fun as the cause <laughs> i hope not <laughs> <laughs> What has to happen for you to blame this loss on shirtless boat fun? Like Beckham fumbles okay, three times. That's, that's a fun game. Yeah. What happens like every... where you then say, you know what? It was that goddamn boat. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like every person in the picture has to do something calamitous. Right. Like, you know, Roger Lewis Jr. <laughs> I don't know, like like runs out of bounds on fourth and two 
you know, for a fourth and goal. Yeah. Like, catches the ball on the two and runs out of bounds. Yeah. Like, you know, uh, Odell does God knows what. It you know, might be if Roger Lewis Jr. does anything memorably bad in this game and we lose, then... Yeah. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> right, like, he's yeah. the little guy the least... Like, you're going to le- give the least benefit of the doubt to. Right. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. if he muffs an onside kick or something, you know, and then it's Gaben, shirtless boat fun will live in infamy. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Right. Um, right. I just feel like okay. Yeah. No. Go ahead. Last word. No, I, I Last word on shirtless I just, <laughs> Which I just enjoy saying. <laughs> like I yeah I think like like Odell like reintroducing us to the kicking net. I feel like we'll we'll just amplify shirtless boat fun. Right. And the kicking net and the whole deal. Like, he's got to stay away from the kicking net. Basically, shirtless boat fun means Odell has to stay completely away from the kicking net. I feel yeah. like that, right. that's what it's done. None of that gobbledygook. Yeah. Uh, um. But anyway, so let, <laughs> we'll pivot off that. We do – there's a big game coming up. Um, the Giants will probably be wearing shirts as it's going to be very cold. Yes. <laughs> um, in Lambeau Field against a Red Hot Packers team. How do you feel? I feel I feel good. You know, I mean, I feel like they are, you know, red hot, but they they played, you know, the Lions and they won by a score, but it was a game in the fourth quarter and, you know, I felt like we handled the Lions pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, it's not like the most recent win that sort of really caught everyone's attention is against some sort of juggernaut or anything it was the lions they've had a nice year but you know they're in the playoffs but we also i feel like pretty handily beat the lions um i also feel really good so i looked at the box score from the previous uh game against the packers so i'm gonna ask you some questions about the box score unless you've already looked at it no i have not okay um who was the giants leading rusher in that game. Um, uh, was Vereen still playing? Uh, I don't know, but it doesn't appear as such. He appear, His name okay. appears nowhere in the box score. Oh, God. Was it like Bobby Rainey? It was Bobby Rainey. <laughs> yeah, okay. I kind of remember that. He had like a big run, didn't he? Or... He had 14-yard run. His oh. <laughs> stat line was... He had a big run, as I recall. He, yeah. he scampered for 14 yards. <laughs> yeah, it is total. Is total. It's total on the day. Was five rushes for twenty-two yards. Yeah, big big game for Bobby. Ritt. Yes, yes, but he did not have the most carries of any giant on the team. Wow. So here's the qu- next question: Who had the most carries? Uh, Rashad Jennings. I'm assuming. No. Nope. Jennings, I don't think played in. This oh, game. Orleans Darkwa. Orleans Darkwa had. The most carries with seven. Wow. Interesting. Orleans Darkwa carried the ball seven times for 11 <laughs> yards. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Interesting. Yes, indeed. Yeah. So now, I'm, so that's, that's, that's the biggest one. So now let's get to um, 
do you want me to put that as a question or do you want me to just tell you the um the Giants leading receivers in order and from yardage? Uh just tell me, but I mean yeah. I could guess. Okay. But it so it seems silly. No surprise. No surprise. The, the leading receiver, Odell Beckham, five catches, fifty six yards, one touchdown. Longest reception was a sixteen yard gain. Second leading receiver, Bobby Rainey. Six catches, 52 yards, 18 yards is his longest catch. Third is Will Ty, two catches, 37 yards. Um, then, then after him, Jarrell Adams, two catches. Then Sterling Shepard uh, with two catches for 14 yards. And then Perkins with a catch for 13 yards. So Sterling Shepard had only two catches for 14 yards in that entire game. No Roger Lewis Jr. No Victor Cruz. Um, so we struggled offensively is what you're, trying, is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I think that's definitely a takeaway. And I think the offensive line was absolutely abysmal in that game. They sacked yeah. Eli four times in the game. You're right. Um, but, so, but I also feel like our run game is much better at this point. Um. Perkins has really come on. You know, I, I would be pretty surprised with apparently the corner situation is pretty dire in Green Bay. So yeah. I'd be pretty surprised if if Odell was held under 100 yards. He only had 56 yards. Like, I'd be really surprised if he was under 100 yards Yeah. in this game. Um, and I'd be pretty surprised if Victor Cruz and Sterling Shepard were that much <laughs> a non-factor. <laughs> I think we'll be able to, if they can protect Eli just a little better, not get him sacked four times then I feel pretty good about it. Yeah, I agree. I mean, again, it kind of goes back to what I was talking about with um, the Eagles game. And just, I just feel like even last week when we didn't play well offensively, I just do feel like I'm seeing some things that make me think we could get it going a little, you know, like we are running it much better. Perkins has been a huge find. He's, he's really starting to play pretty well. Um, Shepard's been more of a factor the last few weeks. Like, um, yeah, like I, I could see us playing okay offensively, and then that, you know, I like the way we match up with them um, as yeah. a defense. Like, I was looking at the thing how, you know, Jordy Nelson has kind of sparked um, on 538. They were talking about how he's been the real spark for their turnaround. Um, mm-hmm. One year off the ACL, you know, he got off to a slow start because it kind of takes a while to get back from that, and then he's kind of picked it up. And he's really good, but, I, you know, I feel like we can cover him. And then I think we become a real problem for them, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Also, we, we didn't sack Rogers once, which I guess, you know, he's pretty mobile, even though he's hard to sack and they have a really good offensive line. So I don't think pressure is going to be necessarily. Yeah. How we stop them. Janoris Jenkins did pick him twice though in that game. Yeah. Yeah. No. And I mean, our secondary is, is awesome. You know? Yeah. Um, so I like the way we met, and they and they're not going to be able to run it on us. So yeah, no way. They're no going to need Rogers to just be out of this world. And look, it's certainly possible he can. Right. Um. But I this definitely a winnable game. You know, it's going to be. It should be a really good game. Um. But I I don't see any reason the Giants can't win this game. No, me either. And I also I'm so, I can't I couldn't be more excited to watch our defense play in the cold that they're expecting. Yeah, me too. 
I know. I also because I also feel like we tackle really well. Um, yeah. And I think in these cold games, that becomes a real factor. You know, the team that really tackles well because you just that just that pounding. In the and when you combine yeah. with the element, you know it hurts so bad when you get hit in the cold. And yeah. uh, you know, I just think over four quarters that could become a factor. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It was interesting. I guess it opened as like a seven and a half. They were seven and a half point favorites or something like that. The Packers. Yeah. It's it's already down to four. Yeah. Um, which still seems high. I don't have any problem with them being the favorite, but seven right. and a half. Seven nuts. Yeah. That's that's insane. That's insane. Yeah. Seven and a half. No way. They're more than a touchdown favorite. Yeah. Are they? And that's crazy. Yeah, and it did come down a lot because I guess everybody, all the everybody, uh, all the early money, yeah, all the money the flooded. Time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which makes sense, right? I mean, if I had money, I would, I would have bet with the South. I would have taken the points. <laughs> yeah, right, right. If I, had money. I know. I always think there's you know? always these bets. You're like, oh, I should have. It's like, right, but I, I, <laughs> I you could lose. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, that can't happen. <laughs> um, yeah no way yeah no so I you know I I mean I couldn't be more excited I must say I can't believe the Giants are back in the playoffs we're gonna get another cold Lambeau game um, feels like it's been so long um, it's kind of the perfect game to reacclimate yourself to the playoffs yeah absolutely um, obviously a Giants playoff game at Lambeau. Everyone in their right mind will miss Tom Coughlin. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I know. You're just going to miss his face. Just yeah. wondering how his face is doing. Right. <laughs> I remember Being... in 2007, the, that game when it was, you know, obviously like negative 20 or whatever, you were very concerned about his health before the game. <laughs> Yeah, and I was yeah, like, plugged he, it off, like, come on, it'll be fine. He's not that old. And then his, he was a major factor during the game. Right. What was going it on added with pressure. His, his face was, you, yeah, you were worried about the score, the time, the clock, and Coughlin's face. Like, what is happening there? How bad is that? <laughs> he was so red-cheeked. Uh, I, yeah. wonder, I wonder if we can... Like, you know, in hindsight, if we can credit Lawrence Tynes with keeping Coughlin alive. Yeah. <laughs> just like, like all his missed field goals, keeping Coughlin's blood just flowing yeah. through his ice cold body. <laughs> <laughs> I know. He really wasn't properly covered up. That was the thing, too. He was he was out there just like it was a regular, you know, like any game. Yeah. I feel like he had just had his hat on. Right, and for I mean, for a guy who so values preparation, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe he was trying to send a message that backfired ever so, ever so slightly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, oh man, what do you expect from Eli this week? I mean, who on earth knows what to expect from Eli? Like. I don't know. It's it's also it's so hard to detach what I expect from Eli with what I just hope for Eli. Yeah, you know, I Gun mean, I, I do think does that Eli play well on Sunday. <laughs> yes. Yeah, 
I have to believe it. I just have yeah. to. Yeah. Until I see otherwise, I just I have to. I want to. it so bad. I want it so bad. I have to say too cuz there's like a little part of me that I don't even a deep run with this team, like whether it's Super Bowl or not, like I don't want it to be a situation where it is totally the defense carrying us. Like I do want Eli to make yeah. enough plays that he is a big factor in this in whatever happens. Um Yeah, I agree. And I don't think I do think I don't think he needs an ugly effort and a loss too. I just don't it's been a really rough last uh you know, six or seven weeks. Um and he's hung in there, you know, like the line has been so bad and he's hung tough. But, you know, he's had some pretty he said some really rough ones down the stretch. Um Yeah. But I still feel like I definitely still have, you know, could I could totally see him playing really well too. You know, really surprising people by right. playing very well. Um Yeah. But I do have my guard up. I would just would hate to see him have an ugly game and a loss. Right. Oh, yeah, that would be I mean that would be literally be crushing. Yeah. Just because you know, I mean, Eli, his early, very early years notwithstanding, I mean, if there's anything that Eli's hung on to, if, if, you know, he's had issues with completions, he's had issues with interceptions his whole career, but, you know, you're terrified of Eli in the postseason. That he's always yeah. kind of had, not with, you know, or at least in the latter part of his career. Yeah. Um, when he's been in the playoffs, and I don't want him to lose that at all. Yeah, totally. Um, I think is it safe to say that absolutely every fan base, including the Giants, are afraid of Eli in the playoffs? Everybody's afraid of Eli every game. Everyone is yeah. afraid of him. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> every that's game true. he plays, his biggest fans are terrified about how he might play. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and his and everyone who hates him is equally terrified. Cowboys yeah, fans fear him more than anyone. Yeah. And <laughs> it's true. And Giants fans are terrified of Eli. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, there's just no way around it. Right. I mean, I think, yeah, terror, like, fear of Eli in order is probably Cowboys fans, Giants fans, Patriots fans. Yeah, like, right. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. He's had such an interesting year this year because he's, like, you know, he hasn't been good for a while. And then you, like, and his stats are, like, meh. But then, like, you look up at them, and, like, he's completing 63% of his passes, and he, he's hit 4,000 yards again. He's got 26 touchdowns. You know what I mean? Like, it's not, like, yeah, horrendous. Like, lots of guys, lots of teams would love those numbers from their starting quarterback. Um, But it's just the way they finished, I think. Has Eli – has he lost zip on his fastball? Is that a real thing? Has that really happened? I don't know. I mean, it's a good question. I don't really feel that way. I I don't want to feel that way. I've heard Mike Lombardi say it a couple times. Yeah. Now, and I and you know I don't know. Like, you know, he's not as good on the deep throws as he used to be. Right. Um, They're not doing I them feel as like often as they used to be, though. Too like, you know, I mean, this offense is just not that style of offense. Uh, right you know that's true yeah I mean, but i mean i mean he threw a really nice deep ball at the end of that redskin game um 
to whoever yeah. the hell that was king i never even heard of the guy <laughs> yeah yeah i don't know that play actually i, I loved. mean i don't you know, know. That, that set up the game winning field goal like that to me was like eli in a nutshell man he'd been struggling for hours and yeah he throws a <laughs> pill Weeks, some might say right and he throws a pill into some guy never heard of you know to set up the winning yeah. field goal yeah and it was just like yeah. he takes a shot out of nowhere you know what i mean it was like like there, it was totally a random time to go deep like that, and it was just like some schmuck runs down the field and he throws a <laughs> dart in there. I don't know. That, that would make me really happy. That was like, yeah, that is awesome. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. I mean, I you know, I don't know. I I haven't noticed like a noticeable drop off, and it's hard to separate his performance this year from how bad the offensive line's been. Yeah, that's true. And they're so bad. Yeah. They are so bad. I mean... They were really bad in the last Packer game. They were really bad. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, you know, the right side's been terrible all year. Flowers has been awful all year. Like, there's a lot of weak links on that line. It's crazy. <laughs> so all of it. The right side and Flowers. <laughs> yeah, left. that's so. right. The center and the left guard are pretty good. You know, other yeah. than that. Um. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, look, that it's, it, I don't blame anybody. This is, again, where I'm, you know, I love Eli. I'm a huge Eli defender. But I I don't blame the people who love to take to shit on Eli. You know, like, I don't, I get it. I do get it. Like, he throws a lot of interceptions. You know? Right. And but it's not even it. throwing a lot of interceptions. It's like some of those... Those interceptions that he throws, like he had one in the Eagles game, where it's just like it gives every Eli detractor, like you see, and every Eli supporter is like, oh, like has that yeah. Joe Boo moment, like, like oh, I stick God. up for you. Yeah, right, <laughs> like, right. I've gone to bat for you every way. Like uh, the one, yeah, the one that got returned for a for a touchdown against the Eagles where the guy is like double coverage and it was thrown yeah. low and behind him. Like it was just, everything was wrong about the play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was like, Oh God. Um, yeah. I don't know. It's funny. My dad is so defensive about Eli. Every interception that he throws, I get a text that's like, you know, somebody else, you know, it's like that. You see that receiver ran the wrong yeah. route or, you know, that, why is nobody ever open and like <laughs> <laughs> right my dad loves Eli so much he once as a 65 year old man wearing a tuxedo <laughs> asked somebody if they wanted to step outside at a charity event <laughs> because they were criticizing Eli he felt unfairly <laughs> Oh, that's the greatest. What was the charity, by the way? I, I don't, no, I don't remember. Yeah, I feel like it was like March of Dimes oh. or something. <laughs> like it was like pediatric <laughs> cancer. <laughs> right, yeah. The sadder the charity, the better. The right, story. right. You want to step outside. <laughs> uh, that schmuck had oh, a You don't talk about Eli like that. No, of course not. Um, not in public. Yeah, it would just be. I think it would be so great if he could play well. If he could put together one more run, 
and then he's just so bulletproof. Yeah. And then, because then the argument that the, those of us who love him say, then it's in undeniable. It's like, which it already should be. He's won two Super Bowls. I'm sorry, you can't get lucky twice. Um, right. But it's like, look, you know, we put up with all the like inconsistencies and the moments like where you're slapping your head because the guy's got, you know, he's capable of greatness. And when he's, when it's there, it's there and it's great. And, uh, yeah, we all know, we, we get it. We know when it's bad, but like you all have seen when it's great too. So don't pretend like you haven't. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I sure hope he plays well. Boy, it would be nice. It would, but it would a treat. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's... just just go beat another like big time quarterback on the road too. Just be like, it would just be so satisfying. <laughs> yeah. Oh, definitely. Was Rodgers the the 2007 Favre was still the QB? Yeah. Rodgers was on the team, right? but he was. And yeah, then it was he... Rodgers. Yeah. In 2011 was Rodgers. And in 2011 yeah. Rodgers. Rodgers. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. That Packer team was 15 and 1. I mean, that t- that team was crazy. Yeah. Oh, right. They yeah, they were really good. Yeah. Was that that was the year after their Super Bowl, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're right. It is yeah. amazing, you know, I was thinking this recently like as good as Aaron Rodgers is and he's great, he's you know, he's right there with the best I've ever seen play. And he's got one Super Bowl, you know? Like, it's right. so hard. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, forever. There's, like, yeah, there's been a lot of Like, good Brett Favre, as good as last... he is, won Super Bowl. Like, Dan Marino, yeah. none. Like, Steve Young, won, you know? Like, right. And you Drew think Brees. it's all about the quarterback, but, like, it isn't, you know? it's a, They're very important. you got to have a good one, but, like, yeah, it's still really hard. <laughs> right. Peyton Manning, one and a half. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. Um Yeah. I don't know, I forget what I was gonna say. Something about Aaron Rodgers. I don't like him. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ultimately I don't yeah. like him. <laughs> oh, you know, I think I was thinking about two thousand eleven too, that I kinda hate um people always act like that was another team that like the giants um you know defense and eli kind of rode the coattails and it's like that team i'm sorry that argument just does not hold for that season that defense was so mediocre they had no running game eli threw for five thousand yards like he was freaking awesome in the playoffs like that season you can't take away from him yeah no way no way, yeah, that defense was. Tuck was really banged up. They had a good defensive um, line, no doubt. They had Tuck, Humanura, JPP was really good. But then they had, you know, yeah. uh, Chase Blackburn playing middle linebacker. They had a, you know, they yeah. had an intron role in the Who secondary. Was substitute was good, teacher. But, right. It, they didn't have great corners. Like, they didn't have great players <laughs> right. on that defense. They had a nice defensive line. Yeah. And it was the end of that offensive line's run. Yeah. The offensive line yeah. that year was very good. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, but yeah. No, I mean, that was definitely that was a great year by Eli. You know. Um, and his postseason run. 
Speaking of Aaron Rodgers, too, are are you guys watching The Bachelor? Yes, of course. <laughs> I am so <laughs> I know it's, it's so depressing. It's uh, not only is it a favorite. I really do think it's the only time I experience any happiness right now. Is <laughs> <I was> watching <laughs> The Bachelor or The Bachelorette? It's the only time I'm truly happy without alcohol or other substances. Like is watching those shows. <laughs> the only right. things that really give me joy. <laughs> <laughs> that's how much I like um, that show. Uh, well, that's good. That's good to hear. I've never, I've, I've really never, um, watched the Bachelor. Bachelor Nick. I mean, is I, the greatest thing to happen to what's already the greatest. Um, really? Yes. Let me tell you why. Well, actually. So, oh, interesting. If you watch enough of the Bachelor, and I've watched a lot of it, the one <laughs> thing nobody is ever, um, ever portrays is allowed to let any self-awareness enter their how they approach it. So The Bachelor, no matter uh-huh. how insane the person's acting, always just has to be like, oh, 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 oh. you know, they they can't ever let on that anything's crazy. And this uh-huh. dude doesn't have that ability. Like, his face, if <laughs> someone's being weird or, like, he thinks something sucks, <laughs> he says it, you know? And it's, like, right. never happened before. You know, you're you're supposed to just be, like, how wonder this is so romantic and I'm on the journey and there's like a way you're supposed to behave. Um, <laughs> and he's not capable and he's not capable of it. And I'm interested to see how the show handles it because they're so formulaic and like, you know, you have to do the way you, know what I mean? like you have to do how this show is done. Um, <laughs> And this is the, about the quest for true love, and that's the only way to approach it. <laughs> so I'm very excited about it. How many episodes into the season are we? It's just one. Oh, just one. Oh, perfect. Because it's funny, actually. Um, you know, I've never really watched it, but Nicole said to me, I think yesterday or the day before, should we adopt The Bachelor as our, like, mindless before bedtime TV? Yes. You should. And I was I was a little on the fence about it. I said, although, you know, Joanna and Brian watch it. Um, and I think I, I became sold this morning when I woke up and saw that our friend Ed, who you can follow on Twitter at, at Edward Pennington, actually tweeted about the show. <laughs> so when I saw that, I was 150%. Yeah. Now you're in. in. Yeah, now you're in. Yeah. Yeah, I think even it's if Nicole so doesn't good. watch it, I'm just going to watch it on my own. I just, what cracks me up about it is they are so careful to tweak the format in any way. Like, the first episode, every season, is the exact same. Every single season. They have never added a wrinkle. Like, <laughs> every individual contestant gets out of a limousine and goes and says hello to the per- the bachelor or the bachelorette. One at a time. It is mind-numbingly boring <laughs> it is it's like i'm just so amazed at their just like no we cannot do this any other way like our fans will freak out one you know one at a time and everybody does some stupid thing some stupid joke you know they bring like i like horses so they like ride it on a horse or you know like they give him a pie that their granny bit ba- you know it's always some stupid gimmick to try and stand out, right. but it's literally one at a time, and they show every one, and it, and they never deviate from it. And it's just like amazing <laughs> to me. Like add a wrinkle, you know, like mix right. it up. But no. 
Well, didn't some girl get out of the limo dressed as a shark? Yes, and she was okay. a dolphin lover and was dressed as a shark. <laughs> didn't okay. seem aware of that fact. That's uh, what Ed tweeted about. Oh. What did he? What was his tweet? It was just <laughs> shark girl with a lot of I's, R's, and L's. And I was like, did someone... Because, <laughs> you know, we should also note for the listeners that our friend Ed is frequently having his email hacked. So <laughs> my first thought is, did, did someone Ed's hack Ed's hacked? Twitter? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then upon, you know, some further research into what Shark Girl was, then I realized it was tied to The Bachelor. Yeah. It's so good. So. They're all good. This Bachelor in Paradise has legitimately changed my life. It's, it's actually, a yes. Show. Over the summer, Nicole and I watched Bachelor in Paradise. Yeah, it's it, the best it show ever. Beyond addicting. They should <laughs> not be allowed to leave that island. That's my feeling. Like, there's enough of these people. <laughs> Just keep bringing on new people. Like, why does that show right. ever have to end? Like, you know, just but make, like, buy Bachelor Island, and they're all stuck there for the rest of their lives. Well, so what happened was, actually, now, <laughs> now I think of it, I think we watched it in the fall, and we were watching it because we were, we were using, I think, her parents' Hulu account to watch it. Mm-hmm. It was, like, reruns or whatever, and the subscription ran out before we got through all the episodes, so I'm not even clear on how it's supposed to end because it does feel like some people leave and then more people come. The numbers never seem to quite diminish at all. No. And so I don't even understand what the premise is other than it's just constant. I guess I don't even know the premise. I don't know the rules. I don't really even care. There's just no, constant it doesn't matter sexual drama. Yes, right. Yeah. And, and they just right. keep bringing new people. Why? Like they just wrap it up at a certain point because it's just like they can't – they don't feel like it can go on forever. But like why not? Like <laughs> – Right, this is yeah. every week two new people come down and hey here we go like i it don't is see true any reason like, to end. yeah and then look it's 2017 like is anyone not watching this as a web series all the time if it's right. year round yeah it's year round just forever yeah keep those yeah. people chained there <laughs> drinking and having sex with each other for right. eternity that's <laughs> right until <laughs> they're, they're too old and their looks go and then we just discard them yeah yeah, I don't know. It's an amazing show, it really is. It's just an amazing yeah. social experiment. <laughs> I find it so interesting. I don't know why. It's like the way that people like it's it's they know what to say, you know, like. And obviously, everybody's now seen the show enough, but they all talk the same, you know, like they're not here for the right reasons, or like uh, this is a journey, and uh, you know, I just I'm here to find love, like. You know, I have a lot of walls up. Like, they all say the same stuff, and it's, like, so amazing. Right. Like, I don't think anybody tells them to, you know? They just know. They know what their role right. is. And, like, I find that so interesting. Well, because as 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 a, as a veteran, a former veteran online dater, I feel like a lot, having not watched a lot of The Bachelor, a lot of the lines you're, you know, kind of giving that are the common lines of the show – we're also very common lines in online dating profiles and right, yeah. You know, it's sort of funny. Right. Like, There's a language of dating that is is very ubiquitous. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, well, I'm excited. I think we're gonna we're gonna take the plunge. We're gonna get into it. That's what Nick be. is I think I think Bachelor, Nick, this is a good year to start start yourself off. Um, the best year would have been Juan Pablo. I don't know if you ever heard about Juan Pablo. Um, 
He was the first Not, guy. But I like him already. <laughs> yeah, he's amazing. He was the first person who openly <laughs> didn't take it seriously, you know? And, like, everyone on it was so <laughs> outraged. And it's like, it's the stupidest show. And he was just, like, there to, like, have sex. He was, like, this uh, his, uh, South American guy, you know? So he was like, hey, Juan Pablo, I am a... He talked in this thick accent, you know? <laughs> But so he was just there to like be with the beautiful ladies and uh, him having a such, you know, and, like, everybody was like, Juan Pablo is a disgrace. You know, people are like angry. Like they have a show where they have real fans there and there's real venom in their eyes looking at this Juan Pablo. Who, you know, wasn't even, he wasn't here for the right reasons, you know, like real anger. And it was like, he's just like, yeah, I'm on television having sex with 20 different women. Like, excuse me. Right. <laughs> and I didn't take it that seriously. Oh, right. No. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. You know what's funny is, not here for the right reasons. I like, it's ridiculous, but I get what people mean when referring to The Bachelor. <laughs> not being here for the right reasons is also a common thing you'll hear on the show big brother which i'm a huge fan of right and right. Just, just even uh, to me that the use of that expression is even funnier on big brother like because i get how people feel that you should be on the bachelor find love what on earth are you on big brother for <laughs> right. other than to it's... be famous and win money and like yeah what's the pure right. reason to be i'm just here <laughs> to play the game sportsman like right. like Right. What's the right reason to play Big Brother? Right. Oh, God. Obviously, the only correct reason to be on The Bachelor is the genuine pursuit of true love. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. God. Yeah, I boy. wish somebody I knew was on that show. <laughs> yeah, I know. We really wanted one of our friends to be on it. <laughs> Maybe we won't mention him by name. But yeah, a friend of Joanna's was this close to being on it. Oh yes, I know. I know that. Uh, yeah, that, I know that's that right. quite well. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um. All right. Well, speaking of, um, well, I don't have to go watch The Bachelor. I watched it last night. Of course, I'm not waiting a whole day. Um, <laughs> but I think other other pursuits beckon. Um. Yeah. But uh, we will. Uh, we will adjourn, I guess, after Sunday's big victory, and we'll toast to once again uh, pantsing the Packers on their home field. Yes, and in marching the on, and um, hopefully, we're not dissecting um, the Giants' cold corpse of a season. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. But uh, yeah, for anybody still listening, as always, you can find us on uh, iTunes or wherever else you enjoy your, your podcast listening. Um, check out our Facebook page. It's pretty active. And we also have giantsmongmenpodcast.com slash blog, where we're blogging silly bits. And uh, each man is breaking down the X's and O's. And uh, it's it looks nice. And it has some cool stuff on it. So check that out, too. Yes, and uh, follow us on Twitter, where, we're, where we'll be retweeting Ed. Ed we'll be retweeting Ed's Bachelor tweets. <laughs> um, it really is sad. It's the only time I'm truly happy is watching The Bachelor. <laughs> I can't wait to share that endorsement with Nicole. I can't, I can't. It's the only pure happiness that I've, where I'm just, everything is fine. This is good. 
Like, just, <laughs> like I wish that show just was twelve hours. You know, it's painfully boring too. I don't. It's like I, I, I don't want to oversell it. It's very boring, <laughs> but it's blissful boredom. I don't know. It's just perfect. Yeah. Perfect entertainment. Well, I'm excited. <laughs> All right, my friend. All righty. Um, till will, next uh, week, uh, we'll we'll yes. obviously keep touching base and uh, and go New York Giants. Go We're Giants. We're gonna do this. We're gonna do it. We'll do. All right. All right. Take Bye. care.